0: Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome Hallelujah. River Church. Welcome everyone, you that are watching and listening, everybody. Let's just say hi to everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hi there. We're glad that you're watching and that you're listening and you're going to be blessed. You say, uh, is that really you, Pastor Jason? Yes, it's really me. This is not a video, at least right now. This is live. If you're watching it right now, it's live. Now, you say, well, what's right now? It's 10 10.30 Central Standard Time. On on August the 2nd, August the 2nd, then you're watching it live, Sunday morning, amen? It's not a a recording, it will be a recording later, amen? So people say, oh well, but we saw some pictures of you, you were in Florida, yes, we were in Florida, amen, for a minister's conference, but we were, were gone for about, I don't know what, nine days, but we hightailed it back, amen? And we're here. Hallelujah To be able to minister to you this morning. Amen. We love you. God has something special for you. And really what I'm going to minister this morning on is I'm excited about it because it's really a, it's just something that's burning inside of my heart. I've never heard it really ministered on. But uh, if I was to give this morning's sermon a title, I would call it 21st Century Miracles. Amen. Amen. 21st Century Miracles. And so I'm going to minister on miracles. I mean, everybody at some point in their life needs a miracle. Amen? Amen. Who needs a miracle now? See, I believe God is here still performing miracles. That Jesus is the same yesterday. Jesus is the same today. Jesus is the same forever. Amen? Amen? Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe that's what's gonna He's gonna perform a miracle in your life. I just I'm telling you what, we were on the on the trip coming back, and the Lord said, People will get their miracle Sunday. I mean we're coming back. And I mean I just I actually was gonna minister something totally different. But then this is what dropped in my heart. Twenty first century miracles. Amen. That's why it's good to get away. Sometimes it's good to get away. I mean, you don't even have to go on a trip. You just need to get alone with God, hear God, because He still performs miracles. God is a God of miracles. Amen? Amen. And you know, we understand, you know, and this might sound shocking to some people, but miracles are temporary. Mm -hmm. Miracles are actually temporary. But you know, God wants you walking in complete health. Amen? He wants you to be completely. Healthy, he doesn't want you to be sick, he doesn't want you to suffer. God's will is to heal. Amen? Amen. He doesn't want any person to suffer. So there are physical healings, there are and there are physical miracles. But there's also miracles in every area of our life. Amen. Not just in the area of our bodies, but there are miracles in business, in finances. Amen. There are miracles. It's not just Limited to people being healed. Amen? Amen? But listen, I just want to explain that to you a little bit. When it comes to miracles being temporary. I mean, who has gone to Lazarus' house and had dinner with Lazarus? Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Amen? But Lazarus is not here. That's what I mean. It's temporary. Amen? Because some point you will go home to be with the Lord in heaven. Amen? And that's a a miracle. Amen? Amen. Salvation being the greatest miracle. To be born again. To be born of the Spirit is an eternal miracle, but God wants you healthy while you are here. He doesn't want you to have to wait. Amen? That's why to me, denominations that teach that miracles aren't for today are in great error. And they blaspheme the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is actually the anointing. Jesus, the anointed one. Amen? Amen? That... When miracles are performed, that is Jesus still performing the miracles today. That is His power in operation by the Spirit of God. Amen? The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quicken your mortal body. The same, it hasn't said, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will quicken your mortal body only until the apostles die. It didn't say that. Amen? That's good stuff. That's a good preaching. Amen? Come on. It didn't say when the apostles... Many denominations say, well, no, that was for back then. That was way back when. That was for only when the apostles... But once the apostles died, miracles died. Well, that's not what the Word of God says. Because it says, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickened your mortal body. Amen? Amen. Not until a time period ended. Amen? Or the last apostle died. It doesn't say that. Amen? So miracles are still for today. Amen? Amen. But there are things that we have to do on our part Mm -hmm. to see those miracles in our life. Amen? Amen. So the real question is, are there still miracles in the 21st century? You better believe it. Amen? You literally better believe it. Amen? Hallelujah. Because you can receive from heaven, and I believe you're going to receive from heaven today. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. So, let's go to John. This is powerful. Amen? Of what God's going to do. But I just want to reiterate. I just want to say it again. When we were headed back from Florida, God said, Sunday, people will get their miracle. Amen? Amen. He said, preach this sermon. Preach this message. I mean, this is going to be a message that's by the Holy Spirit, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Amen? By God, through the Holy Spirit, coming to you, and you will get your miracle, but you got to grab a hold of it. Amen? And you've got to grab a hold of it. So, but go with me to John 5. Amen? John 5. And before I read that, before I read that, I'm going to pray. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to keep my eyes open too. You close your eyes, but I'm going to keep my eyes open. I want to watch you. It's like I'm just there with you. Amen. It's like I'm talking to you, even you that are, you that are here. I'm looking at you. Amen. You that are watching, I'm I'm looking at you. Amen. Amen. It's like I'm just I'm right there, and the presence of God is there, and you're going to encounter God today. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, "Watch and pray." Hallelujah. So I thank you, Lord, that today. That you are going to fill people, touch people, heal people. That their miracle is today. You are a God of the now. And faith is now. Now is faith. And it's time, it's past due, for people to get their miracle. So today, their the miracle, Lord God, they've been believing you for, is in their reach. And as they reach out today and get a hold of you. Jesus, you're the miracle worker. And you still perform miracles. And you're going to touch and heal and deliver and set free and save. and That your power is going to be tangible today. Your healing power, your miracle working power. Signs and wonder today in Jesus' name. That not one person would go away. Would turn the service off. Stop viewing even at the end of it. Without their miracle. But they're going to receive it. No one will leave the service today. Without receiving their miracle. I declare it. I decree it. And you're going to perform it Lord. And we give you the glory. Right now. We covenant. We're in covenant with you. We contract with you. You get all the glory. All the credit. All the honor. It's yours. In Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I can't. I mean I just. So. You're going to get it. Amen? I mean, the Lord said it. it. People are going to be healed, be set free. They're going to get their miracles. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So in John, chapter 5, we'll read verses 1 through 9. Amen? After this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem... Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water, whoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of what whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. Thirty-eight years this man had an infirmity. Waiting for his miracle. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool... But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Amen? Hallelujah. So here you see something very interesting happening is that the pool of Bethesda where there is five porches Bethesda amen an angel would come down and stir the waters and whoever was the first one to get in would be healed amen so can you imagine all these people waiting for that pool to move that pool to be stirred by the angel of the lord amen I mean, it's just fascinating just thinking about that. Because how did someone figure it out? I'd imagine it was trial and error. Amen? They saw something happen. Something must have happened. They had to have seen the glory of God or something come down, touch the pool. Somebody just so happened maybe was in the pool or maybe, you know, washing, putting some water on their face or doing something. I could only imagine. We'll know when we watch the virtual reality and we put on the tapes as my dad calls them, amen, put on the tapes in heaven to watch the, 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 the replay of that, amen? amen? But something happened that they knew an angel comes down. But it's also fascinating wondering, well, why? Why would God do something like that? Why would God have an angel come down and swirl the pool, Amen. Well, you can see why in Malachi. Amen? Look, I'm gonna, let's go back to Malachi. This is very, very important. Amen? Go back to Malachi 3, which is the last book of the Old Testament. So you can see. You know, if you understand Malachi, Malachi, this is God speaking to the people and basically saying, look, I'm not going to speak for hundreds of years. Amen? Did you know that? He says, but I'm going to... But I'm. God says, look, there's going to be a time of quiet. I'm not going to speak. It was like the word of the Lord was not going to come forth in Malachi. But He said, but these are all the things you need to do. Amen? And do you know, for hundreds of years, the word of the Lord didn't... No one spoke the word of the Lord. Until John the Baptist comes on the scene. And we just read out of the book of John. But until John the Baptist comes on... Isn't that amazing to think about? So, from Malachi all the way until John the Baptist, the word of the Lord wasn't, I mean, was there still Levites and and priests and still, you know, the synagogue still operating. But, you know what? The people had actually forgotten about God and His miracle-working power. So, I suspect God said, you know what? If nobody's going to believe me, if nobody's going to perform miracles, it's not going to happen in the synagogues and the churches then guess what? I'm going to keep it alive. Amen? So I'm going to send my angel down. But look, and I'll get into a little bit of that. But here it is. It says here in Malachi 3, and I'm just going to read verse verse, 1. 1. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant... Whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. So, God is telling people, hey, I'm not going to speak. But there's one coming. And he's talking about John the Baptist is going to begin to preach, repent. And John the Baptist was the one preparing the way of the Lord. Amen? For Jesus to show up on the scene. Amen? Who then Jesus would have healing in the weeds. But even when God was telling the people, look, okay, you may not hear from me, but this is what he does say, too, that's very important. And you've got to grab a hold of it this morning. Amen? Is verse 6 of Malachi 3. Verse 6 says, For I am the Lord, I change not, therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Amen? He said something here. For I am the Lord, and I change not. All the miracles that I perform, I'm still going to perform miracles. Amen? Amen? But it was like nobody exercised that. Nobody actually believed it. It came a time throughout that period of time where people just didn't, they didn't keep the miracles going. So I suspect that God kept the miracles going. The spirit of miracles, the spirit of God saying, I change not. I am a miracle working God. Amen? And he said, if man's not going to do it, remember, what did the man say to Jesus about his miracle? When we just read over in John 5. He said, I have no man. I have no man. So when the pool gets stirred, I have no man to help me in. You see, but how now this is Malachi being prophesied, amen, of Jesus coming, hallelujah, that He is the man that's going to perform the miracles. Amen, hallelujah. So just like that man, at the pool of Bethesda, that lame man that said, I have no man. Jesus was literally saying, no, you have a man. And you're looking at him. The very man that speaks to you. Hallelujah. I am your man. Now, take up your bed and walk. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's amazing to me because he he, he performed it on church day. Amen. And it got, I mean, the religious hated that. You see, but see, see, that it's no different. That's why... They didn't want the miracles on church day. Amen? On time of rest day. On time of taking as a holy day. Amen? When miracles should be happening every day of the week, including in the synagogues, in the churches. Amen? Can you imagine that they were trying to stop? They just totally got stiff-necked. They forgot about the miracles. Amen? There was no man, no preacher. Can you imagine? But God, because of His love for people, because of how much God loves you, because of how much compassion He has for you, He said, yeah, the, the, my people, the children of Israel may have forgotten about it. Yeah, the priest may have forgotten about it. Yeah, you maybe can't get miracles. Amen? Because you, guess what? They still had provision for miracles. Because God said, I change not. But nobody was doing it. So God says, I'm going to keep it alive. I want to keep miracles alive so I'm going to send an angel down to stir the waters and their people were going to be healed amen Amen. hallelujah you see that's how good God is just think about it have you ever wondered about that like why would the why would God use a pool like that to do it why because there was no miracles and God says I'm going to keep the spirit of miracles I'm going to keep the spirit of who I am alive amen Because God is a miracle-working God. He is a healing God. He is a compassionate God. He is love, amen. And He does not want you to be sick. Amen. And there was a multitude of people that would go there just to try to get into the pool. Now, don't ask me why only one person. Amen. Hallelujah. I I don't know. I can't answer that. Why only one person, the first person. But it probably had something to do with their faith. Probably had to do something with... I mean, that angel took... You know, from God, God sent that angel down there with power enough to heal one. I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm not going to, again, I'm not speculating. But I can guarantee you that that's what the pool of Bethesda was about. Was that God says, if man's not going to do it, if the church is not going to do it, if the preachers are not going to do it, amen, if the prophets are not going to do it, then guess what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep it alive. That's how good God is. Amen? That's how God... God does not... It's not His will for you to be sick. It's not His will for you to be defeated. It's not His will for you to lack. It's not His will for you just barely getting by, getting by day by day, paycheck by paycheck. It is God's will that you thrive, that you live, that you are alive, that you are vibrant, that you are in health, that you are strengthened. Amen. That you have power and authority and that you're using that power and authority that he's delegated to you. Amen. Amen. God wants it. God's just looking for somebody. Amen. Look, and I don't even like this whole thing about where they said, well, if God, you know, when it comes to like people that say, well, if God, if that person chooses not to be used by God, God will raise somebody up. You know, I don't even buy into all of that. You know why? Because you are going to impact and touch people's lives that nobody else will. There are people that are going to hell because people choose not to serve God and do what? Will God raise people up? Yeah. God's raising people up every day. As a matter of fact, every single person in the body of Christ, God is raising up for it. His plan and His purpose. And He has a heavenly mandate given to you on earth. That only you can fulfill. Amen? But He's looking for somebody. Amen? That will serve Him and say, You know what? I want to see miracles. That's why you say, Well, I wonder why Elijah was used the way he was used by God. Like that God picked him. No. I believe God knew what He was going to ask for. Amen? Amen? He knows what you're going to ask for. What are you asking for? Are you asking for little things from God? Are you asking for little things? Are you asking for french fry? Come on. Are you a a Coca-Cola cowboy? You know know what I'm talking about? A Coca-Cola cowboy? So are you a Coca-Cola cowboy like you're a Coca-Cola Christian? Amen? You know the difference between a Coca-Cola cowboy and a real cowboy? Amen? That's the difference. One's a Coca-Cola, a fake cowboy. Then there's a Coca-Cola cowboy. Then there's a the real cowboy, amen. So are you a Coca-Cola Christian, or are you a real Christian, amen? No, if you're a real Christian, then you're going to be walking in miracles. You're going to be walking in in signs and wonders. You're going to be, amen. Come on, somebody. I mean, come on, don't get so quiet in here on me now, amen. But you know what I'm saying is, God knows what you're going to ask for, what you're going to. That's why so much, and that's why I go back to Elijah. I mean, Elijah, you're talking about a man of God that called down fire, amen. But see, God knew somebody who was going to ask for something bigger. That's why Elijah asked for the double portion. Amen? Whatever he got, I want double of it. That's what God's looking for. He's looking for the ones that says, you know, whatever they got, I want double of it. I want big, I'm going to see more miracles performed for the glory of God. Amen? It's not that, oh, well, those miracles were so big and so great, we'll never see anything like it again. No, hogwash. We're going to see the greatest miracles, the biggest signs and wonders. Amen? I mean, my goodness, you see all, like it seems like hell is breaking loose in America, and it is breaking loose, but all heaven has got to break loose. It's time for the miracles, the signs, and the wonders, amen? It's time for us to put a demand on the anointing and not back away or back down, but we got to rise up, take a stand, amen? Because God is looking for somebody, amen, that will carry it. Carry the anointing, carry the fire of God to a lost and dying and sick world, amen? So I don't want this to be said about our generation. God's like, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna speak. I'm not gonna because the reality is, you say, well, why what why between Malachi and then you come into the New Testament? Why did God not speak? Well, maybe because the person. Maybe because there was nobody. He couldn't find anybody until John the Baptist. Amen. Just think about it. Amen? You know? So, you look at the condition of the churches. It's very evident what's happening. Just look at the nation. Amen? The moment, way back when, abortion got legal, guess what? That's the church's fault. The church needed to take a stand. When prayer got taken, when Bible got taken out of school, guess what? It's a reflection of the church because the church was silent. It's no longer time for the church to be the silent majority. It is time for the church to use their voice. Amen? Amen. And when you use your voice, guess what? Things are going to shake. When you begin to pray, places are going to shake. Amen? The place that you tread and put your foot upon, that place is going to be shaken by the glory of God. God was releasing His glory through the church. This is the hour. Amen? That's why you're going to get your miracle. Because it's time for America to be set free. Just like when Moses went down, he had a burning bush experience. Amen? A burning bush encounter with God. He took that very fiery bush encounter. He took that glory. Amen? That anointing that was upon his life. That fire. Amen? That even, I believe, burned inside of him. That Pharaoh saw it in his eyes when he said, let my people go. He took that thing to the slave men of the children of Israel. Amen? The children of God. He took that power. He took that anointing to set them free. Amen? Because he says they've been enslaved long enough. America, we are not going to be enslaved anymore. Amen? We will not comply. We will not be complacent. It's time to rise up. Amen? Because the reality is the church has created the problem. Oh, goodness. You say, Pastor what do you mean we We We've been just doing everything we could do. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Maybe in the confinements of the four walls of a building. But it's time, amen, to see the glory of God manifest itself outside. Amen? Amen. Come on. That's why people, we, we should expect it. We should expect when we walk into a place, when we show up at a place, that Jesus, if He is on the inside of us, living big on the inside of us, if the Holy Ghost is in us, amen, come on, that He should then be manifest big through us. Hallelujah. If you've got a little Jesus, well, then only a little Jesus is going to be manifested. But when you've got big Jesus, when you've got big Holy Ghost on the inside of you, then big Holy Ghost, big Jesus will manifest through you. Amen? Come on, get ready. I believe whole, whole family members, whole family units, whole fam- I'm telling you what, get ready. It's going to, We're going to see it. We're going to see it. I feel the tangible healing power of God right now that God wants to touch you. Because the amazing part, you say, well, why do I bring up Moses? Because when they left Egypt, there was not one feeble one among them. Amen? There was not one, there's no sick folk. Amen? And they were prosperous, unbelievably prosperous. Amen? I mean, I'm talking over the top prosperous. Hallelujah. That's why the army of Egypt went down to go get their stuff back. Wait a minute. How did this happen? What did it happen? You see, God's given us a window. Amen. A window, a time to not, not just escape, but to show His triumph and victory in America. Amen. And that will go and I believe it'll shake and it'll be like a, like a wildfire that goes across the planet. Amen. Come on. This is a time of miracles, but I'm not going to be the generation that just like in Malachi, God says, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak because He knew nobody was going to be asking. Amen. Come on, just think about it. It's about what you want. That's why he that's why he used Elijah cuz Elijah says, "Hey, that's great Elijah. What you're doing? What you got? But I want double of it." So Elijah performed, I think it was like 14 miracles. Now he got the 28. And actually Elijah that that the the last miracle he performed, he was dead. Can you imagine? That's how much of the anointing he had in his life that his dead bones in a grave the moment that they put a corpse in there because they were in a hurry, because they they were in, there was a time of war and they thought that it was bandits coming and so the people that were burying a man, it they threw it in the grave. It touched up against Elijah's bones and the man came back to life. Amen. You don't know what you got, church. I'm telling you what it's in you in your very bones. Amen. Look, some of you might go home early. I mean. Well, not early, and not that your life is going to be cut off, but you know what I'm saying, Amen. Some of you might go home, Hallelujah. I mean, early is you might go home, 119, because you should stay around 120, Amen. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness, what do you? Well, that's what it says in the Bible, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, just believe Bible, and you get Bible results, Amen. Come on, because there's a lot to do, Amen. There's still a lot left to do, but when you do finally go home at at, at whatever age. Amen. Come on. That even like, I mean, could you imagine that they put you in the ground? And people around your grave rose from the dead? I mean, you're talking about, I mean, why do we not believe these things? They happen. Amen. Yes. But you see, somewhere people got cold. Somewhere along the line, it got people got cold. People didn't believe anymore. Come on. It's a reality. It's like God said, well, nobody's going to do it. But I'm going to keep it going. Amen? Amen. Come on, I don't know how else to plainly say it. I mean, you just got to look at the Word of God and see these things that God did and how He did them. And what He wants you to be involved in. Amen? Your miracle is today. Your miracle is now. Whatever you're believing God for, there should be no more delays. Amen? I come against every delay, every hindrance, every hurdle in Jesus' name. And I break it. Amen? I tear it down. I strip it null and void. It's no more. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. I mean, it's like you do and you do and you believe and you believe and it's time. Amen? Come on. No more delays. Amen? What was that thing, Pastor Gloria, we were laughing about? That little girl in the video said something? Anyway, we watched something. She was like, I try and I try and I try and I never get it, but I, whatever. And then she's like, it's time for me to get it or something. There was some video you were showing me something. Something. You know what I mean, and it's the same way. We're like, you know, it's like you try and you try and you try and you try, and she's like, and how come I never get it or whatever? And so then she went and she did something, and she said, I got it. Well, you got to get it. Amen. Heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Force. If you want it, you better go get it. Amen. Come on, you can't just sit by and do nothing and eat the potato chips that are falling in between the cushions of the couch. Amen. That ain't going to get you anywhere. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! You got to go get it. You got to go get it. That's why when it comes to your miracles, look. Remember, going back to the Israelites when they were freed, when Moses went down there in freedom by the power of God, Amen. Then they're going into the Promised Land, but what happens is they got to go in and spy it out, Amen. So, and don't even get me started on that. But Moses sent in twelve spies, Amen. You know it's something because what. What did it call that bad report? It called it an evil report. Amen? So even in the midst, look, I'm telling you, maybe you've been to the doctor and you got a bad report. You got an evil report. Well, No matter what it is, no matter what sickness or disease, I'm here to tell you, there is no sickness, there is no disease that is incurable. That God can heal and will heal you no matter what the disease, whatever the plague, whatever the The affliction is, amen, God will heal you. But here it is, in the midst of those 12 spies, 10 spies come back, and they have an evil report. You've got to make a determination, even today, what report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the good report, or are you going to believe the evil report? You know, and in the midst of it, and we've got to be like the Joshua's and Caleb, that when that evil report was delivered... It says, we can't do it. They said, nope, they're like giants. There's giants in the land. They're going to crush us. Do you know what's amazing is? Caleb stood up in the midst of that and said, let's go now. We are well able. Amen. I want to point that out to you. We are well able. You see, that was the good report. So even if you got a bad report, an evil report from the doctor saying you're sick, you got to be like Caleb that says, I'm well. Amen? I am well able to overcome this, to conquer this, to be delivered of this. Amen? We are. I'm well able to get my miracle. I'm well able to get what God has promised me. Amen? Come on. And I will be well. Amen? I just find that I get blessed by that. Amen? But see, the thing about it is those other ten spies and all of their kin never got the promise. They never got the miracle. It was Joshua and Caleb and and the generation that was raised up in faith that went in. Amen? Still carrying... The well-able attitude, heart attitude that said, we are well able to get the promise. We are well able to get the miracle. Amen. They're the ones that got it. They got the promise of the Lord. They walked into the promised land. Yes, there were battles. Yes, they had to conquer some things. But they did it by the power of God through their faith in God. Amen? Amen. And they said, we're well able to do it. Can you imagine, though, that they had to wait so long? I mean, I know Joshua and Caleb. Who's ever felt like that? You would just be like, Oh, these boneheads. These these boneheads are preventing us from getting our miracle. We're going to have to wait 40 years because of these dummies. Amen? No, really. So if you cannot identify the dummy, there's no dummies in the group. Look at yourself. Amen? No, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Because there's always one. And if you can't identify them, don't be a dummy. Don't have anything, any fear, any unbelief, anything come into your life, into your heart, and definitely don't let that thing come out of your mouth. That's right. That stupid thing that you might slip. It might slip and you might say that's going to cancel out your miracle. Don't do it. Amen? Come on. Because can you imagine how frustrating it is? Who's ever been frustrated? Oh. Uh-huh. You've been frustrated. Can you imagine how frustrated Joshua and Caleb must have been? To say, these boneheads just prevented us. They just stopped us 40 years from getting the promised land. That would be, I will tell you what, I'd be frustrated. But that's what's happening in the church all the time. That's why people aren't getting miracles and aren't getting healing. Look, I'll just tell you right now. There's denominations that just prevent it completely. They say it's no longer available. It's alive from the pit of hell. That is a doctrine of devils to say miracles don't exist. I mean, that's the main attack when Jesus... Can you imagine Jesus getting back to the pool of Bethesda where the man he says, get up and walk. They get mad at that guy because he's carrying his mat on the Sabbath day. They're religious fools that are going to try to stop you and prevent you from getting your miracle. Did you read, did you, I mean, come on. Do you see what's happening here? Where they're going to try to, listen, let's continue on. Going back to John 5. Because right here, and I'm going to go read again 8. Starting with 8. Jesus said unto him, rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews, starting in verse 10, the Jews therefore said unto him, that was cured, it is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. Bunch of religious fools. The guy is walking. I mean, not once did they say, dude, 38 years, you've been here. You see, because religious don't care about people. You would be, they were more cared about what he was doing wrong in their religious, small minded brains rather than the person. 38 years. It just shows you. It just shows you the religious don't care about people, they care only about controlling the people. Amen? That's all this was. They were just controlling this guy. The Jews therefore said unto him, that was cured, it is a Sabbath day, it is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, he that made me whole, the same said unto me, take up thy bed and walk. Amen? Amen. You're breaking our rules. My God, you can't be healed here. I mean, that's what they're saying. I mean, there are denominations... Do you, do you know of denominations that are just like this? There are denominations just like this. You can't be healed here. But wait a minute. That man told me I could be healed. Amen? And so I did what he said to do and I'm healed. Amen? But they cared more about their rules, more about their false devilish doctrines, Amen? Than, than the Word of God and what the Word of God says that they can have. Amen? Amen? Then, verse 12, Then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away. He didn't even know. He just knew a man showed up, told me to take up my bed and walk. I did it, and I was healed. And I don't know who he was. Amen? You know, the reality is, it doesn't matter who you are. Amen? It just matters that you demonstrate who's inside of you. Jesus. Amen? His power. that You demonstrate. All glory to Jesus. Amen? And he that was healed wist not who it was. That's a fa- fancy way of saying, a King James way of saying, Man, I don't know. I'm clueless. I just did what he said. Amen? Verse 14, Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest the worse thing come unto thee. You know, I'm just going to bring a point there. God is not running a charity case for the devil. Amen? Many people, I mean, I'm telling you what, people that maybe smoked for years, and they get lung cancer, then God heals them, and then they go right back to smoking. God is not running to some charity case where He's just going to heal you so you can go back in sinning and go back in and just allow destruction in your life. Amen? God does not run. Jesus proves it right here. He says, hey, go on and sin no more. Amen? I mean, maybe He said it because what are you hanging out in this religious temple for? All they're going to do is steal your miracle. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just using the Word of God here. I'm just looking at the Word of God. I mean, because He found Him in the temple. It wasn't like the guy was out, went to the bar. He can walk now. I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to go drink. It's not like I'm going to go find a prostitute. It's not like I'm just saying. He's found where? Jesus finds Him in the temple. The guy was hanging out the temple. Maybe Jesus was trying to tell the guy something. Don't believe. You see, when sin, and when it comes to sin, sin is really just... No, is being absent of faith. Amen? So, really when you look at it is, he was saying, hey, I'm not, uh, don't sin no more. Maybe he was trying to say something, because you know what, they're going to just put a wet blanket on you, don't believe, don't have doubt, and don't allow that unbelief to come into your heart. Amen? It wasn't like Jesus met him out in the bar somewhere, met him out, out carousing around somewhere. Amen? Amen? So verse 15 says, the man departed, see he, got, he departed, and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him. Can you imagine? For, for, for Performing miracles? Mm-hmm. They want to kill. You know about religions like that? That's what religion will do. It will try to kill you. Because you actually display and demonstrate the power of God. And it says, And sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. Amen? You mean in My goodness. But Jesus answered them, My Father worketh here hitherto, and I work. He's like... I mean, that that one verse right there, Jesus is saying, your doctrine is not of God. Amen? Your doctrine is not of God because you know what? God the Father, it's the Sabbath day and He's working. Amen? And therefore, I'm going to work. Amen? Isn't that powerful? I mean, He just shut their doctrine down. He just shut them down completely. Amen? Because it goes on, verse 18, it says, therefore the Jews sought the more... To kill him. Because he not only had broken the Sabbath. But said also that God was his father. Making himself equal with God. You know and they took. They just they just were after Jesus. They told you. Jesus kills the man. And guess what they do. They say that it was demons. That he's full of demons. That he did the work. It was the devil killing the man. Can you imagine? That's what religion will do. Actually giving like. He does works by the devil. That's what they began to say about Jesus. Blasphemy. Be careful. Be careful you pastors of denominations. Be careful you preachers. That you would give the glory. Or take away the glory from God. And give the glory to the devil. Amen. You find yourself blaspheming the Holy Spirit. You are in danger. There's many that are on the line. And you can't allow that in your heart either. Any person. Amen. Because I've seen many miracles on the Sabbath. Amen. Still. On the Sabbath. You know, I want to talk about some miracles. Because this is, again, 21st century miracles. So do miracles happen? You better believe it. Amen. I remember on Little Rock, Arkansas. I was actually talking about this with Pastor Gloria this morning. And I said, what's one of the miracles, just a notable miracle that you remember? And she mentioned about this miracle that was in my heart too. So it's fitting to say, we were in Little Rock, Arkansas, under the big tent, doing a soul-winning healing crusade. Amen? And here it is, these, uh, obviously the people are under the tent, they're pressing in, they're needing a touch from heaven, they're needing miracles. Amen? And so, I would do it kind of the old school. I'm just one of those. I'm kind of old school. Amen? So I just lined them up. If you need a miracle, if you need a touch from God, just come forward and line up. And I line up and I just go down the line. What do you need from God? Amen? Then I pray for Him. What do you need from God? And there were times where we saw all glory to God. It has, it has nothing to do with me other than me being obedient. It has nothing to do with you other than you being obedient. Amen? Amen. You're just a willing, yielded, available vessel. God will use you. Amen? Amen. He's looking for somebody. Hallelujah. He's looking for somebody to be used by Him, and He's looking for somebody who will put a demand on Him. Amen? Come on. And a demand on His Word. Demand on His anointing. And I remember this one young man came up, and his foot was messed up. I mean, his whole leg. his whole I mean, really, his legs, his feet, his ankles were messed up. And he was a young man. I mean, young guy. With his whole life to live. But, he was... uh, I think had something like several surgeries. I don't even remember the number, but they were and he said the doctors just made him worse. Amen. We yeah. said, oh, "Well, that can't happen." Well, yeah, look, even the woman with the issue of blood said she spent all of her money. She went to all the doctors, but she got worse. She didn't get better. Just saying. Amen. So, he said he just got worse. He had surgery after surgery. So, on his foot, what happened is he walked on the side of his shoe, of his foot. So, if you could imagine, you know, your shoe has a sole on it. Right? It has the tread or the sole on it. And you normally you walk like this, right? right? He walked on the side. His shoe, his side of his shoe was his sole. So he walked on the side of his foot. That's how bad it was. And it was worn down. It was flat. Just like a sole. So he would go and buy a pair of shoes. Buy a pair of tennis shoes. Amen. I almost said sneakers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating myself. Amen. But he would buy a pair of shoes. And that side of that shoe would be just like the sole of it. Amen. And he walked around. So he walked and he just, you know, that's how he got around. And he came up. And God touched that. To the point of, and, and normally I just you know, I'll just lay hands on people or just touch them like that on their forehead or, you know, lay hands on their head or something. Sometimes I touch their hands. And, but this one, I really felt something different. I got down on my knees and I grabbed his ankle. And he's, you know, on the, I mean, he's on the side. I mean, he's standing totally, it has to be painful because not only is it hurting that ankle and that foot and that leg, I mean, his whole back and spine, everything is contorted. Amen? Who, who's ever had a little something on their foot where you start walking and then now your other leg starts hurting? So, can you imagine this young man with this situation? And it was from a car accident. That's how it was. He got in a car, he was in a car, got in an accident, and it messed him all up. And then he had all these surgeries and just got worse. But I felt to do something different, which was to grab his ankle. So I grabbed his... I got down on my knee and I grabbed his ankle and I said, in Jesus' name, be made whole. You straighten up and as the words come... Straight! I didn't even get him out. I was like, straight! You hear popping. It sounded like wood breaking. Pop! 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 His eyes got bigger than silver dollars. I mean, he looked like a deer in the headlights. He said, Did you hear that? I said, Did I hear it? I felt it. My hand, I'm holding his ankle, went like this. I mean, I, we're stationary. My whole it moved. God's like totally repairing his ankle, his leg, his bones, everything. Pop, 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 pop. You see the front row. I mean, the people that are sitting there, their eyes go like that because they're hearing this popping. Crack, pop, 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 pop. Totally straight, totally healed. We have pictures of the We have pictures of the guy. The guys took off running. He's running around on the inside of the tent. He's running around praising God. Amen. So he comes back, and you can still see he's kind of like doing this. Well, what had happened is God healed that one, but needed to heal the other one because it was too short. So I, su- I su- we had a, a on, on front of the platform steps would come down. And so, I sat down on the platform, sat him down, and I just prayed for that. I said, "In the name of Jesus." Well, first of all, I got to go back because I said, "Well," and I, I, I asked him. I said, "Well, this one's shorter than this one. Do you want the other one to be short, or do you want this one to be longer?" He says, "A longer." Well, who doesn't want to be taller? Amen. He didn't want to be shorter. But I asked him, I said, you want to be shorter or you want to be taller? I want to be taller. I said, okay. God's going to straighten that out. And I got down and I said, in the name of... I didn't even see it. The whole, the audience is watching this. He's watching it. I didn't see it. But what happened is, here it is. This is the one that was messed up. Here is the one that was shorter. Everybody saw it. They even came after the service. This one shot up past it and came back like that. I didn't even see it happen. I can't. I'm going on the testimony of him and everybody else that is watching this thing happen. They watch his foot shoot out and come back like that. And line up with the other one. The one that was longer. Totally healed. And I told him, I said, you throw those shoes away. Never wear them. Don't allow them in your house. You go buy a new pair of shoes. And you're healed in Jesus' name. Amen. So, guess what happens? How long, baby? Two days later, Pastor Gloria shopping. Because we were staying on the site, so in a a travel trailer. So, we actually uh, would go out, you know, Pastor Gloria would go to the grocery store to buy everything for what we're going to eat. She's there. Who's there? That young man. Amen. And he... Had his new shoes on. Amen? Hallelujah. Brand new shoes. Walking normal. Hallelujah. Miracles still happen today. We're talking about 21st century miracles. Amen? Miracles. Look, now it reminds me of another miracle. Same crusade. Amen? Same crusade. A man and his wife, who went to a little Baptist church down the way in another city, heard about it through their granddaughter. Their granddaughter, see, one of the churches that was helping us, which is a, was a great blessing, Amen. Was happy, Pastor Happy Caldwell, Amen. Agape Church there in Little Rock, Arkansas. A wonderful pastor, a wonderful man of God. Who's ever heard of Happy Caldwell? Yes. Amen. Yes. I mean, just totally radically changed. Well, he actually was one that was uh, radically saved, but they helped us. Well, his uh, this this Baptist couple. Who needed a miracle? This man needed a miracle. The granddaughter invited him, so the granddaughter went to Happy Caldwell, knew about the crusade, and brought the the the, uh, the man who was blind, the grandfather, the grandfather and the grandmother who was blind, who had prostate cancer, who was diabetic, who was walking with us with the cane. I mean, he was blind. So, and you know what happened is? God healed him to the point, totally radically. I'm talking prostate cancer gone. I'm talking about blind eyes open. I'm talking about where he walked. He threw the cane. And he saw his granddaughter for the first time. Amen. You talk about the tears of joy that were shed that day was over the top. But you know what the most amazing thing after that is? He says, I want that soul winning script because I'm going to tell people about my miracle and about the healing power. He's a Baptist. God bless the Baptist. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But, but see, they were limited. They, were not, they don't believe in miracles. He said where they went to church, they didn't believe in miracles. Miracles didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That it was God's will for him to be like that. That he was suffering for Jesus. That's not the way it works, people. Amen. God is not going to twist your arm behind your back so that you learn a lesson. Amen. No. And so, but he said, and I'm going to tell everybody about Jesus and I'm going to make sure that I preach the gospel to them. And we trained them how to win. Souls. Amen. Can you imagine? You see, miracles are still happening. You say, well, that's blind eyes open. That's cancer. That's right. Prostate cancer. Totally healed. I mean, there's another man there with with, a, that was deaf. Totally healed. God opened his eyes just like that. I mean, boom. Like that. I mean, thousands of miracles we saw. So don't tell me miracles don't happen because those thousands of people that we saw and have seen that have been healed by the power of God, I mean that is God's power available to heal today. Amen? I mean there are so many. We could just tell you we were preaching in Springfield of all places, Springfield Missouri. And a woman I mean we saw people with COPD healed. We saw people I mean, a woman was totally, God opened her eyes. She's totally blind. God opened her eyes. She even said, I could see. Because, you know, and it was kind of a miracle just like Jesus. Remember Jesus prayed for the blind man? And he said, what do you see? And he says, I see man, man like trees. Well, what do you do when you pray with somebody and they, they don't get the miracle right away? Pray again. Amen? Amen? Don't stop. Don't stop believing. That's what people do. They just stop. They say, okay, well, I didn't get it. I'm going home. No. Keep pressing in. Keep Jesus. What did he do? He prayed for him again. You're not going anywhere. I'm going to pray for you until you get it. Amen. Come on. And then the man remember he got I mean first he saw men as a trees. He just saw like a blur. Jesus prayed with him again then he opened his eyes. The same thing happened. I remember I praying with this woman. I said, what do you see? She says, I don't know but it's real blurry. I can see kind of like I was wearing a kind of a plaid shirt with lines with blue. She said I kind of see like some lines or whatever. But I can't really see. It. And I said, Can you read the board? You know, the, 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 the screen. Can you read the screen? Because they had the title of oh, oh, the message. I preached a message there called It's About Souls. That was the name of the, and they put it up there. You know, It's About Souls. Uh, you know, put on there. Reverend Jason Mangum, whatever. So, you know, I said, Can you see it? She, oh, I can't, it was blurry. I can't see it. So I said, Well, let's just do what Jesus did. We're going to pray again. Amen? And I remember praying. And she's like, Oh my goodness, I can see your eyes. You have blue eyes, in case you didn't know. I have blue eyes. She said, I can see your blue eyes. And she said, I can see the color. There's blue and there's a dark blue. There's a light blue like the sky and then there's a dark blue like the ocean. The shirt. That was The stripes of the shirt. She could see my tie. I could see the tie. I was, you know, because it had gray and it had... She said, I can see. I can read. It's about souls! Whatever. So she does that. She says, I can see. I can see. Her daughter, I didn't know it was a daughter, her daughter shoots up. She's sitting in the audience. She, said, she can see. That's my mom. She was blind as a bat. She couldn't see anything. She can read that. She can see. So we had her come up. She said, yeah, no, she's been blind. for," and She told us for however long, you know what I mean? For I'm talking like years and years and years and years and years and years. Amen? God healed her totally. 21st century miracles, everybody. Amen? Come on, that's what we're talking about. That's why, I mean, I love these testimonies. I love because, you see, God is in the business of healing. Amen? Amen. Come on. We've seen so many different miracles. I mean, that's just, I mean, we saw even Lyme disease. I mean, have you ever known anybody has Lyme disease? They're in constant pain. They're in chronic pain. A woman healed of of Lyme disease. We've had HIV AIDS. I remember we were out soul winning. And this young man, I say young, he was in his 40s at the time, ran into him on the street. And I just preached the gospel to him. You know, and we don't do it in condemnation. I mean, I didn't know anything about the guy. I didn't know anything about his lifestyle. Nothing. I just said, I'm, I want to tell you that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And if you were to die this very second, do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you go to heaven? And he said, no, I don't. And I remember praying for him. And I mean, you could see he just totally like, God was touching and doing something. I said, sir, and I just, it was just impressed upon, upon my heart. I said, sir, is, you needed a miracle. I don't, I don't know what it was. I said, but you're needing a miracle. He said, well, yeah. He says, I don't tell anybody, but I have HIV AIDS. I have AIDS. I said, God's going to heal you. I said, the same Jesus that just saved you is the same Jesus that is going to heal you. Amen? And I remember praying, and I cursed that AIDS. I cursed that HIV I, I said, the blood of Jesus, amen, run through your vein and cleanse your blames. That healing power, I mean, the, the, through his veins, amen. That every cell, every, every cell of HIV, everything that was plaguing him, I break it off your life in Jesus' name. You shall live and you shall not die. And as I did, he started jumping. I never really even seen anything like it. He started jumping up and down. He was jumping up i healed. I'm healed. He turned beat red. I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. He felt, I said, what do you feel? I feel healed. I feel whole. I'm going to the doctor. I'm getting a test because I am healed and it's going to prove it. Amen? You see? And then you learn. I remember we were uh, right here in far Texas doing a crusade. And I remember I had a word of knowledge. You know, praise God. Thank God for the gifts of the Spirit you should be operating this is a 21st century miracle message amen you should be operating you need those gifts of the spirit amen come on and you need the fruit of the spirit you need to walk in love amen you need to walk in all the come on you got nine fruit of the spirit you got nine gifts of the spirit amen come on available to you you have the power the power of god come on hallelujah so i remember this one lady and and a word of knowledge i had a word of knowledge you know preaching I mean, we were seeing healing, miracles. And, uh, but I remember I, I just had a word of knowledge. And I didn't know who it was for. Sometimes you just don't know. But I had a word of knowledge. I said, you need a miracle now. And this was like uh, Saturday night. I said, you need a miracle now. You're about to go get a procedure or something like that. You're about to have something, but you need a miracle now. Well, I saw two women sitting beside each other with a chair in the middle, but they were sitting, you know, one here, chair, and then another. A lady leaned over and talked to a lady. And I didn't know what was happening, but the moment that I saw that, in the spirit, I saw that that was the woman, not the one that leaned over. Well, I didn't know, I'm preaching in English. That lady was translating to her in Spanish. But I know, I said, but it's you. It's you. You need the miracle. And the lady's translating to her. And she said, yes. I said, well, come up, come up. And then Pastor Gloria translated. We found out, was it Tuesday? She was having surgery. She had breast cancer. She was going to have surgery on Tuesday. Does she need a miracle? Can you imagine? This is Saturday. On Tuesday, you're going for surgery. Because she had breast cancer. And I remember I said, it's you. And I said, God's going to heal you right now. And so I remember just praying for her. And she said it was like like honey, like hot honey. Like she just got dipped in a vat of hot honey. It was just warm. She just felt that all over her body. And uh, so I said, you go to the doctor and you get a second opinion. I said, you go on Monday to the doctor and you get a second, you have them do another exam on you, you're healed. And you tell them, when they ask you what happened, you say, God healed me. Amen. So guess what? She goes and she sits in the doctor on Monday. They won't see her. They won't do it. So she goes to the regular procedure on Tuesday. She's going to have surgery. Right? Right, right, right. We'll get that. We'll get that. Yeah. So what happened, Pastor Gloria's? Because what happened is she called Pastor Gloria, okay, on Wednesday. So here it is. Monday, she goes, sits in the doctor's office. They won't see her. They won't do us. A, a, a scan, nothing. Okay. Then on t- Tuesday, she goes in to do the regular procedure. She says, doctor, I don't need the surgery. I want you to check me out. I'm healed. I'm totally healed. God healed me. I don't want, need the surgery. The doctor said, oh no, ma'am, it's okay. You're just scared. You're just worried. He tried to talk her out of her miracle. You see what I'm saying? He tried to talk her. No, no, you're just scared. It's going to be okay. You're gonna. It's going to be fine. You're gonna. You know, you'll go through this. You'll recover. Your life is going to be fine, right? Trying to talk her out of it. Talk, you know, out of her miracle. And she says, "Doctor, I am healed by God. I do not have cancer. I do not have breast cancer." And and so he just talked. He kept. I mean, they pressured her literally. So he, she says, "Fine, go in there, but you're not going to find anything." And we'll deal with it after. That's the way you want to be. We'll deal with it another way. I mean, she was just like bold as a lion. So sometimes I do. So she goes, she gets the anesthesia, goes out, they knock her out completely. Go in, she wakes up, the doctor comes in, says, ma'am, I'm sorry, you're completely right. There's no cancer. They went in, what they found was tissue that looked brand new, like baby tissue brand new, hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God, you know what, what happened, you say, well, how do we know about this, we're sitting in Jason's Deli, having lunch, Wednesday, the lady calls Pastor Gloria, she said, the whole story, what we're telling you right now, that's what she told us, the testimony, the whole thing, and she said, here's the thing about it is, I told that doctor I was healed, I told her, you know, we don't know what she did afterwards, she, we don't know what she did afterwards. But we know she got her miracle. Amen. And this is what she said. She said, where they cut, they had this incision, this big incision on her. She says, where they cut me? She said, I had no pain. That night, Tuesday night, she said, I woke up this morning when she's calling Pastor Gloria on that Wednesday. She said, there is no incision there was no bleeding, there was no pain, there was no scar, I'm totally healed. Amen? Totally. Cancer free. Glory to the Lamb of God. 21st century miracles still happen today. So here's the point. Amen? And I could go on and on and on and on with testimonies of people who have been healed. But what matters now is... That you grab a hold of it. Because God is going to heal you this morning. Amen. Whatever the miracle is. Look. If it's in the area of finances. If it's in the area of business. Amen. God works miracles in those areas too. It's not just limited to physical needs. But it's also available. I mean maybe you have something in, your, in the way that you think. It's a, psychic, a psyche problem. Psychic problem. No, you stay away from psychics. Amen? But maybe it's something in your psyche. Amen? Maybe you, whatever it is, maybe you're hurt. You need healing in your heart. Amen? No matter what it is, God is going to touch and heal you today. It might be cancer, it might be heart problems, it might be diabetes. I mean, you might be losing your sights. You're going to receive 2020 vision. And sight today will be your portion. Amen? I just feel that. Amen? And Phil's a bad word. I just sense it. Amen? I just said, I could just, if you only were feeling what I'm feeling right now, maybe you are. But I just feel like heat all over my body. God is going to heal you today. He's going to perform a miracle today. Amen? And I think what we're going to do is I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for people right now. Hallelujah. And then we're going to do some things, and then I'm going to pray for some people afterwards that are here. Amen? Hallelujah. But, but I just, it's tangible. Amen? It's tangible. The healing power of God is tangible. I feel it right now. Amen? 21st century miracles. Today is your day for a miracle. Amen? Hallelujah. COPD. I mean, this whole thing with pneumonia and all these different things. But I tell you too, people are going to be delivered of fear today too. Amen. Hallelujah. Thinking you're going to catch something or thinking you're going to get sick. No, you're not. You will walk in health all the days of your life, which will be long and they will be prosperous. Many will be your days. Amen. But I'm going to pray for people right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That anybody even seen... In many people that have been for years and years. Think of the season that it went through with after Malachi. As we read in the book. Where it says you're not going to speak. Because you knew what was going to happen. You were just waiting for a preacher. Waiting for somebody that would rise up Lord God. And as John the Baptist rose up. And he was preparing the way for Jesus. Who Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It might seem that way for people that's been going years. It could be decades that they've been plagued. They've had sickness. They've had struggles. They've had troubles. They've had physical pain. They've had mental issues. No matter what it is, no matter what plagues them, no matter what sickness and disease, Jesus, you are the healer. And you're going to heal them today by your mighty power that is still available and still working. Today is a day of miracles. We are living in a time of 21st century miracles. And the miracles, I believe, are going to go to the next level. We're going to see miracles, miracles, even miracles of increase. Miracles of physical uh, of sickness gone from people's body that's been plaguing them even for years In Jesus' name. So right now, I take authority over sickness and over disease. And if you have sickness in your body, if it's a physical miracle that you're needing, then I want you to do something. I want you to put your hand just on your body. Amen? If you're able to, depending on where the sickness is, put your hand there. If you're not able to, just put your hand on your stomach. Amen? But I want you to touch... Because look... You may not be able to to touch that area... Or reach that area... But I want you... Just to put your hand on yourself... Amen... And God... That's the point of contact... point of your faith... Even you... Because you that are watching... I can't reach out... But the anointing... The hand of God... Is reaching out to touch you right now... So I take authority... Over that sickness and disease... I take authority... You will have no more symptoms you will have no more pain. That sickness and disease, I curse it to the root in Jesus' name and I command it to go now. And I also command the miracle, healing, working power of God now upon your life right now you're going to feel it that's it that's just that you say what that what is that that is the power of god he is touching you he is healing you you say you feel warm or you feel heat or you feel something it just feels different that's because that thing that has plagued you that sickness and that disease or that infirmity has left you it is no more there it will no more hinder you it will no more slow you down it's not going to cut your life off short But you will live long and you will have prosperous days ahead. For now is your miracle in Jesus' name. Sickness, disease, go in Jesus' name. You will not come back anymore. You will not plague that person anymore. I tell cancer to go. I tell diabetes to go. I tell high blood pressure to go. In Jesus' name. COPD goes. Coronavirus goes. The flu goes. Colds go. Even liver problems. Kidney problems. Heart disease. That disease goes in Jesus' name. I tell you to go. I rebuked you, sickness. I rebuked you, demonic, foul spirit of sickness. I rebuke you now in Jesus' name. You go, get your hands off of these people, and now in Jesus' name. And they are healed right now. You're healed. I just said that. I I just said that. People are just breaking out. It's just people are being healed. People are being healed left and right. You that are healed here, even, you're being healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus, I break that fear off your life too. I break that fear. I see people. I mean, I, I tell you what, today is the day to be set free of cancer. Cancer is being broken off of people's life right now in Jesus' name. Look, I will tell you this too. If you know anybody, if you know anybody who has cancer or any sickness or disease, you get this broadcast to them. You get it to them as they watch it. The power of God is going to come upon them. The healing power of God is going to come upon them. And totally heal them once and for all. The doctors are going to be amazed. The doctors are going to be, where have you been? You just say, I've been in the presence of God. Amen. And God touched me. God healed me. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to give all the glory, all the credit to God. Amen. Come on. Heart disease. Heart disease broken off people. Amen. Look, 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 right now, right now, right now. People, people with immunity deficiencies, your immune system is the best it's ever been. Just like when you were young, hallelujah, your immune system is strong and healthy, amen? Come on, I'm seeing all kinds of things just right now, right now, right now, right now. Come on, people on dialysis, no more. You will no longer be on dialysis, amen? Come on, your kidneys are beginning to function. It's almost like your kidneys right now in the supernatural natural. I can see it in the Spirit. It's like they got flushed of every toxin, amen, and your whole system, I see whole system, I see blood systems right now, where it's like you had all these toxins in your body, even some people had like heavy metals, and different substances that were very toxic, and very dangerous, chemicals even, amen, like chemicals, I don't know what the situation is, yeah, I just see them right now, they were like flushed, supernaturally, out of your body, out of your system, amen, they were not even, they're, no I'm telling you, it's—you're it's, bro, they're broken, they're broken, that thing's broken off your life, it's gone, it just got flushed out, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Quickens your mortal body even right now. You are healed. This is the time. This is the age of miracles. We are living in the book of Acts. Amen. These, these are the days of heaven on earth. These are the days of the Holy Ghost. These are the days of the church. Endued with power. Amen. And you will walk in. In perfect peace, you will walk in perfect health. Even as I said that, there's people been struggling with things in their mind, even suicidal thoughts, things that have been tormenting you. Even you that have had dreams. You have these dreams, they like torment you. Those dreams, those nightmares, every torment is broken off your life right now in Jesus' name. You foul spirit, you lying devil, go in Jesus' name. I rebuke you, I cast you out, I cast out every sickness every disease in the name of Jesus right now, right now, just the peace of God. I just sense that. I see that happening like people are being flooded right now by the peace of God. You're saying, what's that coming over me? That's just the peace of God. Amen. Just flooding your hearts right now. Grab a hold of it. Do not walk away. Do not, do not turn this off. God is healing people. I'm telling you what. I knew it. The Lord spoke to me. We were coming back from Florida. And God said, Sunday, July 2nd, you preach 21st century miracles. Because He says, I'm still a miracle working God. And even though the churches may have shut up and may have bowed their knee. And maybe there are churches across America that are closed and still closed. Because of this foul, evil spirit that's running amok. This fear that's running amok. These fear mongers that are running. That the church has been quiet. God told me to rise up. To stand up. Because people are going to see the power of God demonstrated in their lives. And in this land. Amen. And so that's what I'm preaching today. That's what I'm bringing to you today. 21st century miracles because God is a God of miracles. Amen? And He's just looking for somebody who will preach it and He's looking for somebody who will take it and grab a hold of it and receive it for themselves. Amen? Hallelujah. You are healed. You are the healed of the Lord. You are the redeemed of the Lord. It is God, He says, I am the God that healeth thee. Amen? He is a God that heals you. He will heal you now. You are healed. No more of this, doctors. No more expense. No more. Come on, no more. No more. No more. What the devil has stolen from you, what he's taken from you, guess what? It's coming back. It's coming back seven times. It's coming back. Amen? Come on. It's coming back. He tried to take it from you. He tried to take your life. He will not take your life. He will not take your life. He will not. not. If I said July, I meant August. Amen? amen? Hallelujah. Maybe I should have preached this a long time ago. But amen? Hallelujah. But I knew. I just knew. Amen? So you're healed. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your testimonies. Amen? You are healed. I mean, there's so many sicknesses and diseases out there. But tell you what, after this, after you grab a hold of this, that sickness and disease, it's not out there. It's no more. It's gone. It's annihilated. Amen? Come on. Look, I'm, I'm even going to go, I'm going to be bold. I break off drunkenness off of people. Yes. I drink off I mean, uh, drunkenness. I break off any kind of addiction. Amen? Any kind of destructive habit in your life. I break that thing in Jesus' name. You're going to see the light. Amen? You're going to see the light. And it's through the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Physical pain too, arthritis. I break arthritis off of people's life right now. That's what I just heard. People are getting there's there's people you there watching you have arthritis. Yeah, there are those that have it in your hand, but there's those too that have it in their back. And their legs, and their joints, their knees, their ankles, their feet. I break that foul spirit of arthritis off your life now, in Jesus' name. You will not be in this perpetual pain. I break it circulation right now. I just see that in the spirit circulation. Your circulation in Jesus' name, it's gonna you're gonna have perfect circulation, no blockage, no clotting, no problems. Circulation. I mean, I'm just seeing that, amen. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Hallelujah! Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is gonna sound weird, but you better grab a hold of it. Weight loss. You've been believing God, you need to lose some weight. It's been difficult right now. Weight loss, even. Supernatural weight loss. Amen? Amen? But you're going to take control of your life or you're going to start eating right and eating better. Amen? Amen. Come on. When God takes that weight off, now you got to keep it off. Amen? Amen. That's, the, that's the message from the Lord right now. Amen? Supernatural weight loss. But God says, I'm taking it off, but you're going to keep it off. Amen? Amen? Come on. But I just hear that again. Circulation. Like circulation. Women. Women with varicose veins. Women with all these kind of different vascular problems. Amen? Come on. In your body, in your legs, and your... Come on! Yes. Those are broken off your life now! Yes. Varicose veins, broken in Jesus' name. Amen? Yes. Come on! I'm just, I'm just listening. You see, Jesus, as we just read, what was Jesus' response to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Wooden Seas and the Couldn't Seas? He says, My Father worketh, yes. so I worketh. Amen? He so says, my Father is at work, so I'm at work. Amen? I see my Father do it, I'm going to do it. Amen? That's what's happening right now. Amen? My Father in heaven. Amen? He's working right now. I just hear, I just hear in the Spirit. Amen? I just hear in the Spirit these different things. He's breaking these things off of people's lives. Amen? Yes, amen. You've got to grab it by faith though. I can't do it. You have to do it. As you grab a hold of it though but he does things I mean he's just doing it and it is a supernatural thing amen come on hallelujah there's people even family members that are in the in in, in serious serious medical problems they have medical problems even in the ICUs I just see that they're coming out no they will not have renal failure they will not have organ failure they will live they're going to rise up they might be on their deathbed. They're going to rise up. It's like God says, no, I'm not done. I'm not done with that person. There's a call of God on their life. Maybe they were running. Maybe they were doing something wrong. God's going to raise them up and they're going to do what's right. Amen? Amen. No, tell you what. God's restoring, restoring, restoring. There's a whole... I mean, come on. This is the time for restoration. This is the time for reconciliation. This is the time. Amen? Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, I'm not rushing this. I'm not. This is important. Have you ever been sick? Have you ever been in pain? Mm. It might be little. You might say, oh, well, that's just a little condition. That's a little thing. No, not when you're the one that's got it. Mm-hmm. Not with the one you're dealing with it. Amen? That's right. Come on. Broken bones, Killed. I'll tell you what. Things that have been caused even by doctors are reversed yes. in Jesus' name. In the name Jesus. Maybe they caused it. Maybe they went in, did a procedure, and you got worse. I reverse it in Jesus' name. You see, God has the blueprint for you, and He's going to restore you to the blueprint that He has for you. Amen? Amen. Look, He designed you. He has the blueprint. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. you just grab a hold of it. Somebody just did. It's like you saw the blueprint. You saw the blueprint, and then you saw the x-ray. You saw the blueprint of God, and you saw the blueprint or the x-ray... Of man or the doctors. And you're looking at them. Choose God's blueprint right now. That's it. That's it. I just feel that. Right? Just going. It just got released. Amen? Come on. You just saw the blueprint. And guess what? Your body is doing exactly what God's blueprint is. Not what that is. Not what the doctor. Not the x-ray. Not what that showed. Not what that test showed. No, no, no. It's not what the test. Not all the exams. All the different... Opinions of doctors and those things? No, no. The blueprint. That's what. That's what it is. That's what it is. You just. There's the blueprint. There's the blueprint. I'm the healed of the Lord. Amen. I'm the healed of the Lord. Amen. I will have long days, prosperous days. Amen. Yes. It's the blueprint. You just saw the blueprint. God speaking it to you. Amen. By His Word, even. Amen. Amen. Come on. You're the redeemed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. You're the blessed of the Lord. Say, so, well, I need area and in in finances. But my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory by Jesus. Amen? Come on. Long and prosperous and healthy. Amen? I'm just not, I'm not rushing it. I'm just not rushing it. Because people are being healed. People are being touched. Amen? We want to hear every miracle, every testimony. Amen? Come on. That thing will not plague you anymore. I curse that foul spirit of sickness and disease. By the Spirit of God. That's it. Just restoring. Just restoring. Just health. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Breast cancer? Broken in Jesus' name. Jesus. Colon cancer? Broken in Jesus' name. Prostate cancer? Broken in Jesus' name. Tumors in people's bodies. Tumors. Oh, break that thing. Kidneys. Livers. I mean tumors. Tumors. In people's, even in people's uh, brains. I break that thing in Jesus' name. Tumors are going. Tumors. 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 I'm talking baseball. Gra- uh, grapefruit. Even small cabbage-sized tumors are going right now in Jesus' name. Go. Going. going. Tumors. 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 Gone. Gone. Broken in Jesus' name. And it will not grow again. It will not come back. Be in peace. Be in peace. Go sin no more. Amen. Just like Jesus said, to go sin no more. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you feel that this morning? Amen. I'm taking a little bit of time, but you know what? I'll take all the time in the world if that's what it takes. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But we are going to do a couple of things quickly. The greatest miracle Jesus can ever, and actually ever, ever anyone could ever perform is the miracle of salvation. Amen. Yes. The new birth. It's the miracle of the new birth. Amen. Yes. And if you want to receive that miracle. You say right now, you know, you're running around. You, you, you're not serving God. You're running from God. You've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You've never surrendered your life to God. Now is the time. You know, and I want to remind people, the Bible says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It does not say whosoever calls on the name of the church. It does not say whosoever calls on the name of religion. It does not say, whosoever calls on the name of the pastor, or the preacher, or the apostle. It does not say, whosoever calls on the name of mother. Uh, what, they, what they might call as the mother of Jesus Mary. They try to say the mother of the universe, no. Or the mother of God, no. Just in, It's not the mother of God. Amen? Come on. So people would call on the name of Mary. That's not what it says. It says, whosoever calls on the name of Jesus. Shall be saved. So right now I want to pray with and for you. Maybe you're backsliding, you or away from God. You know right now you're lukewarm. And God would spew you out of his mouth. It's time to come back. Like the prodigal son coming home. He's calling you back into the fold. Come on. Even ministers. Even ministers. Even pastors. You left the ministry. He's calling you back. Amen. Come on. He's going to give you like a second wind. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. So maybe the devil's lying to you. Those lies will be broken off your life. If you fit into any of those categories, you just know the Holy Spirit's working on you right now, your heart. You know something. You know, I need this. You look at me and you say, whatever it is that I'm saying, amen. You say, I need this. Hallelujah. Right now, I want to pray with and for you. Repeat this after me. Believe it in your heart. Say it out loud. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. I turn my back on the world. I turn my back on sin. And I follow you Lord Jesus. Thank you Jesus. That you died for me. I believe. You have risen. From the dead. By the power of God. And that one day. You're coming back. For me. Thank you, Jesus, for filling me with the Holy Ghost. Thank you for using me. Thank you for saving me. I'm yours and you're mine. And I will serve you, Jesus, all the days of my life. I surrender now. I yield now to you, Jesus. And I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. As you prayed that prayer, you became a child of God. Amen? Hallelujah. And we invite you to the river church if you're in South Texas. Come on, this is about God touching you. Amen? And using you. Twenty first century. Amen? amen? Hallelujah. But let's do this two gonna do two more things and then I'm gonna pray with some people. Um, so we'll go off air. But let's uh Give everybody an opportunity to give today. Amen. Do what God tells you to do. Hold your offering in your hand. Amen. If you're husband and wife, hold each other's hand. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to pray. Thank you, Lord, that you give seed to the sower. Thank you, Lord, that as this seed is sown, it will multiply. Because you put power in the seed of multiplication, that what we give today, we give it honor to you, we give it with glad hearts, we are grateful, and what a privilege it is to give to you, and into your kingdom, to advance your kingdom, to see souls saved and lives transformed. We thank you, Lord, for a great privilege to be part of your kingdom, and actively involved in the area of our giving We give because we love you. We give because we are so happy to. We're overjoyed to be able to give. We love giving. That we have a heart just like you, Lord. That, God, you gave your begotten son. You didn't just think it and didn't do it. But as even people today, is that they purposed in their heart. What you've put in their heart, Lord God, they're going to be obedient and they're going to do it. And the willing and obedient that eat the good of the land. They're going to eat good. All the days of their life, health and prosperity. Thank you, Lord God, as it's done in faith. It's done to honor you. It's done with glad, cheerful hearts. And we thank you for this privilege to be able to participate. When it leaves our hands, it goes into your hands, Lord. And you will multiply it. We're going to see a mighty harvest. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Pass the bucket. Hallelujah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Who's blessed this morning? Who just felt that? I just felt, I mean, I still feel it. It's just like I'm just burning up all over. I just feel the tangible healing power of God. It's still in operation. It hasn't stopped. It hasn't quit. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's why to me, like when you read that in Malachi, God says, look, all these things are going to happen, all these things, whatever, whatever, but He says, I change not. Amen? Go ahead and pass, let's take communion, go ahead and pass the element's out. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And Pastor Gloria, come up here. You're going to pray with me. We have ours up here. Hallelujah. Pastor Gloria, why don't you pray over the bread. And I'll pray over the cup. Everyone. Everyone got, good. Amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead and take the bread, hold it up, and Pastor Gloria is going to pray over it, and then we'll partake. You that are watching and listening, you can partake too. Get you some bread, get you some juice. Amen. Go ahead, Pastor Gloria. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your body that was broken for us. Your body so we could have perfect divine health. There's no sickness, no infirmity can touch our bodies, no plague. Healing is the children's bread, and we thank you. For what you did on the cross for us. Go ahead and take it and receive it now in Jesus' name. Ooh, come on. Go ahead. Take it now. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your body. Oh, wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then take the cup. Hold it up. Thank you, Jesus. This represents your blood. You know, as often as we come to the Lord's table, your table, Lord God, we are thankful of what you accomplished, what you've done, what you accomplished through your body and then what you accomplished through your blood. I declare that it is accomplished in our lives, all the days of our lives, that we are washed and cleansed because of the blood of Jesus. Thank you. And we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. That Jesus, you were the Lamb of God, slain before the foundations of the earth. And we can walk in total, complete righteousness because we are the righteousness of God. That Jesus, because of your blood, made us righteous. We are made holy because of the blood. It's not in our own doing. We are not self-righteous. We are not holy in any other means. But we are made holy because of you, Jesus, in your blood. Thank you for the washing of sins. That there is no trace, no record. It is all removed. It's gone. It's not just covered, but it is removed without a trace. There is no record of it. We thank you that we are forgiven of all our sins. We could come boldly to the throne of grace because of the blood of Jesus. But we also thank you that you protect us with the blood. The blood speaks for us that we, hallelujah, are protected because of the blood. It's like a supernatural force field that we have by the blood of Jesus that the devil cannot cross the line and touch us or harm us because we are protected by your blood. We are redeemed. We thank you for it now for the ransoming power that we belong to you. We are no more the world's, no more our own. We are no more the enemies, but we are yours completely, Jesus. And Father and Holy Spirit, we thank you for your blood. In Jesus' name, go ahead and take it. Like I said, 21st century miracles, amen? Well, there is power in the blood, amen? Amen. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. So let that power now work in your life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we thank you for watching, you for listening, amen. We're going to go off the air. I'm going to pray with some people here. But we love you. We'll see you next time, amen. God bless.